everybody. Welcome to Augmenters. I'm Julie. And this is Jimmy. Hello. We are two business founders who started out as solopreneurs, yet found our greatest success when working with others. Mentoring is key to incredible relationships, and the Augmenters platform will help you get further faster because great relationships lead to better business and more fulfilling lives. You are here because you want to help others shine and see the light in themselves. We will support you in your mentoring journey with advice, tools, and stories that will augment your relationships to the next level. So strap on your ear pods, prepare to listen generously, and become an augmenter with us. Jimmy, I forgot my headphones again. No worries. Just turn up the volume into this next Augmenters episode. Jimmy, how you doing? Sunday, fun day, Augmenter recording day. There's nothing I am more excited about than getting up very early to drink coffee and chat with you about mentoring, Jimmy. Highlight of my week. I mean, I'd be more excited to hang out with my daughter, which will happen in 15 minutes. But yes, this is... Well, this is and I'm actually, I don't know, but you know, I just ran the marathon the New York City Marathon before I got here. So I'm a little pooped, but I got my coffee. So I think I'll be okay. Sounds like a lot. I'm not doing another one, but you should continue on your marathon goals. In my head. What are we recording today, Julie? Well, I think today we're going to chat a little bit about a question that came to us during our interview with Eric Pliner. Shout out. Fabulous interview author of Difficult Decisions. And one of his questions, I mean, I always find in our podcasts, Jimmy, there's something that sticks with me and it keep tossing around in my head over and over again. So one hope for these Minnesotans is a chance for us to kind of deep dive on it. And the question he asked his potential mentees was, what do people often get wrong about you? Which I have a feeling has two purposes. One, it kind of tests the self-reflectiveness of the person to know if they know that. And I think it also helps with them kind of identify who might be a mentor to support them on ways that they, you know, maybe are being perceived out in the world. So I wanted to ask you that question and I'm curious what you say. So what do you think people get wrong about you? Well, I know they usually get some things wrong because I'm great at deflecting about me and instead going back to the question or the other person or something fairly inane, which I'll start with here as... Pete Wilson, my OG mentor, check out episode 20, Composing a Lifelong Mentor with Pete Wilson. And Pete would always use the term self-reflexive, mm. not reflective. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe he did I a lot of physical he, therapy. He, he could use more, yes. And I've always loved that sense because it feels more actionable or like more active, not actionable, more active because... It's not reflective. You see it once, like you walk by the mirror and it hits you, but reflexive felt like you, you continue to mm. look into this, look into yourself, almost more of like a tidal pool changing rather than just like a one static image. So the self-reflexive nature of this question, I love, and it puts people at ease by making you really feel like the other person cares. Like, cause it's not share something with me. I'm asking for something from you. It's instead really empathizing with the other person by saying, it seems like people get stuff wrong about you. Oh, of course, everybody feels that way. It's kind of like a, a straw empathy, like or a straw man argument or a yeah. false, 
false empathy, a false positive. Yeah. And, and then it sets up a wonderful space to then just be quiet and let the other person go. And probably most people will just unload on that day. Like why do they always put fucking milk in my latte? You know, like that's what people get wrong about me. Versus what? Question for another day. But you have done an excellent job, true to your uh, nature and your thoughts about yourself, reflecting the question. So good job, Jimmy. I asked you the question and you completely deflected it. Yeah, so brilliant. knowing knowing yeah. my determination, which people don't usually get wrong about me, what do people get wrong about you, Jimmy? You are an excellent interviewer, Julie, and you've really come a long way with Augmenters. <laughs> you started, started good and now you're just tops. Don't worry, I won't deflect again. But it was another good segue to reflecting or deflecting. So I thought a bit about this and I'm sure there's a more nuanced question that Eric could tease out of me or a nuance. I've thought a bit about this and I'm sure there's a more nuanced response that Eric could tease out of me. But I think a large kind of theme around me that sometimes throws people off is that I say, I'm here for the people. I really do care about others. I find the most meaning in time spent accomplishing something with others, even if that time spent accomplishing something is just laughing together or, you know, throwing rocks in a river. Uh, it doesn't have to be quote unquote productive. And therefore, because of that, I'm here for the people as my mantra and my why people think I'm extroverted. And I actually think I'm more introverted than I have thought about myself for almost 40 years and definitely more than most people think. Uh, my, my, my wonderful friend and sister from another mother, Michelle, who we'll have on the pod sooner than later, she talks all the time about how introverted she is. And most people did not know that about her until her 20s. Maybe it just took me until my 30s. But I have now had to schedule time on weekends where it's just me and nobody around. Like in a room, I'm not Zooming, nothing. I don't have any responsibilities. I just need some time to, and not even really work out. I mean, just like, just like watch, you know, weird clips on YouTube or just read and just, or just be quiet and go for a walk. But I need some time to really recharge. And, you know, the introverted versus extroverted, where do you grab your energy from? I grab little bits of energy from people all the time. It's like running a marathon where every, Same. every, every hand slap along the way on a marathon, every high five gives you one, two bursts of steps to the person. And that energy then carries for our four steps afterwards. But for me, like the sustained energy, especially when things don't go well, I need some time alone. It's like putting your little cookies in the cookie jar, or I guess big cookies, which I always think about too. I love that. Yeah. I don't know. You've struck, you have struck me as ambivert, I would say, both introverted and extroverted, because you can bring a ton of energy. Um, you do like more than any human I've ever met. But yeah, I can imagine that you need that time. Um, I think a lot of people do. But that's bringing the energy. Yeah. Not me yeah. receiving the energy and actually recharging to feel excited to bring it again. Yeah, I love that. It's really, and that's a lot of, I think, when it comes to this mentoring, showing up for this relationship. I think the best thing about that question is it helps you be self-reflective, reflexive, to think a little bit more about yourself, which is how you have to show up for this journey. Like you can't show up as somebody else. So you can be self-reflective and I'll be self-reflexive. Okay. We'll before I ask the question, <laughs> both sides, before I ask the question back to you, I'll give an example of this. I caught up with a past student on Friday. Great conversation talking about ginseng root in America and the act of growing and harvesting it. And 
I hadn't talked to the individual in a while and the person has wonderful energy. And by the end of the call, I was a little wiped out trying to meet the person's energy and just whatever. I enjoyed the call. It was great. I didn't actually get my energy from that call until the next day when I got some time just to go back to the website I'd pulled up and think about it and just be like, it's cool that I know somebody that has this much juice about ginseng root and just getting into the weeds of this little market for an entire summer and then you know, wanting to share it. And so it, it took the time afterwards for me to really get the energy. So I'm bringing some of that energy now. Shout out Winston. And like creating space for it. That's like kind of the hardest thing too, is making sure you're, I mean, you're obviously a busy person with lots of things and a family. And it's like making sure that time happens because then all the other things can't happen if you're not making time for it. I love that. I think ginseng gives you energy too. I don't know if I'm wrong about that. My we'll have to ask Winston. You will have to ask Winston. My takeaway on the cutting edge dietary claims were, uh, were strong all around. That's strong. important. So should I tell Julie. you what I got wrong about you? Or do you want to ask me what people get wrong about me? Oh, yeah. This will be good. That I don't actually have fantastic hair and I'm just faking it with a butterfly clip. <laughs> um, so what I got wrong about you when we first met, I knew that you had started and sold a food business. And that you were a young, energetic guy. And I immediately thought, ugh. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, no. He's going to be like one of those super arrogant guys who I'm going to have a conversation with. And he's going to like cut me off and talk over me and not like appreciate the experience I bring. And <laughs> I experience me to my fullest. <laughs> exactly. I was like, oh, God, what are these guys? Um, just having had experience with some of those gentlemen in the past. And so I... I was excited to have our conversation and of course was not long before I realized that is not how you are at all and how appreciative or how just open you are to all different kinds of people. I feel like I was stereotyping you and actually pre-thinking that you were stereotyping me. So pretty quickly, I realized that you have just this incredible openness about people and curiosity and ask the best questions, which is why I'm very excited to have a podcast with you. So it wasn't long. And then I met you in person and I was like, oh no, this guy's not anything like how I thought you would be. So I'm sorry, your, your like food bro perception in my head was like, oh, I'm just being honest. And again, it's my, it was my stereotype too, because I'm sure there's also lots of people who have sold food companies that are lovely humans too. I mean, that was quite a compliment. I'll, I'll <laughs> take that. Not the arrogant food bro part necessarily, but I, I understand the need to uh, have some uh, loose uh, buckets for people when you meet them and yeah. to be able to prepare a little bit ahead of time, but always be reflexive. And to open adjust. to being surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a learning for me too, right? Like how many times you meet somebody and you're a bit like, oh gosh, I know how this is going to go. And it's not like that at all. So I think it actually says more about me, my initial perception. And as you're approaching mentoring relationships, right? Somebody reaches out to you and is like, hey, da, da, da. I went to Harvard Business School and blah, blah, blah. And you're like, oh gosh, you know, what's this person going to be like? And then they can totally surprise you. So it was a good reminder for me. Well, that's very kind of you, Julie. I'm still blushing. <laughs> Okay, so you're one of the few people who get in the in the way of me asking questions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I talk over you. I'm sorry. <laughs> that you're going to do to me. I just I just don't know much. There's so much to learn, and people are so interesting in how they describe similar things. Definitely. So here's what I think people get wrong about me. I thought about this quite a bit, and I'd be interested to see what you think. I think. Well, can I ask a question? Please. Julie, now it's my turn. Okay, I'll stop. say. What is the one thing that most people get wrong about you? I have gotten the feedback that I come off a bit goofy and low key or kind of like aw because I'm from the Midwest, but that I am incredibly intense and competitive 
And I kind of surprise people with that, that I can come off being kind of like, la la la. (laughs) But then I actually have recognized that I can be very, very like intense and competitive. So I think I kind of surprise people with that. Maybe I just arm them and then I like come in for the left hook. I'm also really good at boxing. I don't know. What do you think? That was way too quick of a response on your jab, jab, (laughs) hook there. I did not have that experience with you. I actually, when I first met you, thought, oh, wow, this individual has a significant amount of competence and confidence, and rightly so, based upon what's been created and how I felt you fairly smoothly and deftly moved through our first couple conversations and then the logistics to get to the class and then speaking at the class and hanging out afterwards with the students. So what I got wrong was that you are actually quite open to, and as a source of power that you share your vulnerability and you say, I don't know a lot. And it's not in any kind of weakness way. It's like a reality way. And you are stronger every time you say, I don't know, or you take a minute or a day by yourself to just be like, gah, life is too much. And the next day you're always stronger and you know more confident and more capable. I really appreciate that. Thank you. I also, yeah, I know that there is a lot I don't know. Yeah. And I know that there are a lot of people, a lot of people who know a lot more than I do. And I, I really appreciate hearing that, Jimmy. Thank you. And I also think that these are things that really make us, I think, probably uniquely qualified to run the Augmenters podcast program. To be the rising tide dedicated to uplifting mentoring. Exactly. i sorry. I'm a little tired from the marathon. But yes, the... <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly it, right? Is the, I guess, being able to be vulnerable and saying, I don't know, I need time to think about it. I need time to find the right person. I'm not the right person to do this, but there's somebody else who is. And I feel really grateful because I've definitely gained a lot more confidence. I mean, if you would have known me, you'd never would have recognized me many years ago. I was the most like unconfident. I really like would never believed anything. I think I've told you this before, but to say out loud in my senior yearbook, they asked where I'd be in 10 years. And I said, roadkill. I mean, talk about not thinking a lot about yourself. Well, like, wasn't Roadkill like a pretty cool, like hardcore grunge band in like the 90s? I don't know what I was thinking. I was trying to think back about it. But yeah, you know, I didn't have a lot of like expectations or confidence. And so over the years, I've really gained it. And that's mostly due to all the people who I've had surrounded by me. Great mentors. Shout out Pete Brace. Shout out Lorna Davis. Shout out a lot of folks who are on our um, podcast. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's like a really vulnerable conversation. And I think that what Eric really gave us was that tool as we'll continue to grow more tools and how to be able to kind of show up authentically and ask these kind of questions in the mentoring conversations. So I'm grateful to Eric for giving us that. Eric, kickstarting this conversation and helping cement for me that I should continue to ask questions as opposed to try to answer them. Damn, that man is eloquent. Definitely, definitely. So as we close out our Minnesota here, note to others, don't forget, ask that question. Think about it yourself. Maybe think about other people in your life and maybe what you got wrong about them. And as you're approaching new mentoring relationships, think about the fact that, you know, you might've thought one person was one way uh, and they really changed your perspective. So mentor on. I think this Minnesota has provided us two other topics for our next two Minnesodes. So watch out in the upcoming weeks. We'll be dropping Minnesodes midweek. And 
as Augmenters always likes to say, vulnerability is a superpower. Augmenter on. Augmenter on. <laughs> we hope this episode was brief yet bright, and now it's time to read us out. And remember, we are here because real relationships have the power to transform organizations and build dynamic communities. Go ahead, Jimmy. Absolutely. Augmenters supports mentoring that matters. Visit our website for the best interactive mentoring content at augmenters.us. Share our podcast with someone you care about, someone who needs a new mentoring relationship in their life pronto. We welcome questions and suggestions via email, hi at augmenters.us, or via social media with our handle at augmentershq. Shout out to our producers, Erlen Cato. Thank you. Augmenters out. See ya. Thank you.